Welcome to episode number three of the Tie Walls podcast featuring Colin Girardi. Colin is a redshirt senior, wrestles 141, and was an NCAA qualifier back in 2020. He is from Powden, Virginia, where he attended Powden High School and won four Virginia State titles. Also, if I'm saying Powden wrong, please blame Google. Our conversation covered his aspirations in the world of sports performance post-graduation, as that is uh, what he is studying, and also his early life getting into wrestling. Colin also shared with me some incredible bits of wisdom about navigating the student-athlete world as a Christian, and that, I believe, is the highlight of our conversation. Colin's character and actions regarding his faith is something to be shared and emulated. I hope that younger wrestlers listen to his words and they aspire to be like him. Now, I present to you my conversation with Colin Girardi. Colin Girardi, you're just getting back from Christmas break of your redshirt senior year. You got roughly five months left in being a college kid. Has that hit you yet? Or is it kind of scary? How does that make you feel? I don't think it's really sad in yet, honestly. Um, I started to really think about it when I went home this past week. Like two and a half months really of like a full wrestling season. And then four or five months of being a college student and then like what you know am I going to have a huge life change is it I, you know I'm not I'm not really sure exactly what the future holds you know I have future plans and stuff obviously with um, my degree and internships and stuff like that but um, no it's exciting honestly it really is yeah so you are a human nutrition foods and exercise major did you uh, have a good idea of what you want to do with that after after you graduate here soon? Um, well, at first I didn't. I didn't know really where I wanted to go with it. I kind of fell into that because of uh, with wrestling. I, you know, I'm all about my nutrition and how that affects my performance and stuff. And then, um, so now where I, I've really gone with it is I hope to be able to, you know, one day my dream job would be to work with athletes, um, specifically wrestlers, um, and like work with their diet and, um, and also be able to wrestle with them and, and manage their weight properly and be able to, um, help them perform their best when it comes to competing. So the information that you acquired while going through school, you did apply oftentimes when you're, when you're cutting weight or when you're wrestling, right? Yeah. I think it's, it's helped me, um, a ton obviously I learned a lot through just trial and error wrestling you know through wrestling through managing my weight but then actually learning about the science of how my body works and what fuels my body and what's right and wrong or, or you know subjectively but um, yeah those things have helped me since I've been in college for sure so I it's kind of funny because with weight cutting I feel like unless you're doing it really wrong or if you complain about it a lot or or have to have a coach hold your hand throughout the whole time, you're not really tabbed as that guy that cuts a lot of weight. But you do that for the most part. After a workout or before a workout, you're always on a piece of cardio equipment, keeping your weight down and doing all the things you can to, to best keep it 
uh, where it needs to be. Has that been a pretty difficult process for you, or or, or was it a, a a steep learning curve as you as you continue to get older in your career? I'd say at different points in my career, it's been more difficult than others. Um, I think I had to, like I said, I had to try some things, realize it didn't work, realize I felt like crap sometimes, um, and then um, specifically like this year. Um, you know, early, I'd say, you know, from August, you know, preseason time, um, I was rather heavy and then I was you know, trying to descend a little bit before season got here. Um, and maybe got a little chronically, um, under fueled, overtrained and just could feel it take the life out of me. Seriously. Like, um, my mood was worse. Oh, yeah. Training was worse. Um, I wasn't excited about coming into practice. I wasn't even excited about competing as much. Um, and then, you know, things started to change a little bit and I fixed a couple of things, um, you know, simple things that really many people wouldn't think are, would have a big impact, but they do. And hydration, more rest, supplement, whatever it might be. But, um, what were a couple of those simple things that you kind of had to realize and after you changed them made, that made life a little bit easier for you? I would say um, definitely staying hydrated constantly. Um, you know, we, we work out twice a day and they're not easy workouts. And then, like you said, I'm usually doing some extra stuff. Yeah. So, um, and, and that water weight's going to come off really, really easy. Um, and if I'm dehydrated... I'm not going to wrestle good. I'm not going to want to do a lot. Um, so that really helped me. Um, I think, you know, I, I also earlier in the year, I was doing some, some sort of fasting where I wasn't eating anything until probably noon, sure. even if we had a morning practice. Yeah. Um, and on the days where we had a hard morning practice, I didn't feel great. So I kind of switched to starting having a normal breakfast, even if it meant I was a little bit heavier yeah. going into workout. Um, and it just, it made me feel better. I lost more during my workout. I had a better workout. Yeah. Um, focused more. School started going better for me too. Um, yeah, school is the other element that gets <laughs> thrown in there. It's also difficult too, though, because we get we live in, a, in an era where all these fad diets, all these high performers are readily available when you look on Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is. So you can see what these other people are doing. So you're pretty inclined to try those things. But wrestling is so unique in, in a way of you got to have a ton of energy. Mm -hmm. It's not like something you can go and, and, and have an empty fuel tank through. And we work out twice a day. There's a lot of sports that don't don't require that, uh, or that don't require any body manipulation to begin with, too. And that's that's probably something that, as you move into your professional career with within within sports performance, is going to be a, a, a an area that needs to get defined a little bit more clearly. Um, I feel like the UFC does a good job with it, though. Yeah. They're like the only people that kind of are on the cutting edge of sports performance for the most part like that that trickles down to wrestling like because wrestlers come up with their own st stuff yeah. you they, you have all the people that have come up with stuff over the past however long since we've been wrestling but you don't ever really get new stuff that's mm -hmm. scientifically proven because nobody's doing studies on wrestlers for the most parts but ufc's got a ton of money they get to do a whole bunch of cool stuff with their guys yeah the ufc man that'd be I feel like that'd be a cool place to work eventually too. 
you know, they have their own thing out in Las Vegas where like the sports performance center and stuff like that. Yeah. I've never been there, but heard it's awesome. I know our dietitian here, um, I think learned under the, did. the guy that runs the, the performance center there. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, she did. And, uh, I, I know that like the, the thing that they have to continue to do too is keep learning because there's all these new problems that continuously arise with, with all these different, everybody's situation with fighting is completely unique where this guy might have to cut a bunch of weight. And, and of course with wrestling too, this guy might, might be losing a lot of weight, but, but still needs to get stronger. Or yeah. what about this guy who is needs to get bigger um, and, and just needs to get his gas tank better. Like all of it has a unique yeah. problem that needs to be solved by right. hopefully yourself in the future. Here. <laughs> so when you were at home, did you have any time to go back to your high school club predator? I did. Yeah, I had a couple uh a couple good practices I was able to go back to my high school practice once and uh roll around with those guys, help those guys a little bit and then um one night I got to go out to to Predator. It's actually it's actually about an hour drive from where I live, so yeah. it's actually made me thinking about it. It was crazy that I did that almost every day. Really? In in middle school all the way up to high school or less in high school, but you know, um an hour each way to make sure I got good partners, good training and stuff. But, uh, no, it made me super thankful to be able to go back this week. Yeah. That's a big sacrifice too. Was that, was that your dad that was clocking in the, the, the yep. road miles taking you there and back? Yep. For a long time. He was, uh, he was driving me and, you know, I, he, he partially loved it too. Obviously it took a lot of his time, but he loved taking me to wrestling practice, taking me to wrestling tournaments or whatever. And then once I got old enough, obviously I could drive myself yeah he still has a good attendance uh oh, record for uh, just about everything that yeah that wrestling now yeah he you know stanford uh we went out to stanford a couple weeks ago and Did that was he the go out there he didn't okay he didn't, so i was I, about to say i was like he, what? i know he was <laughs> yeah, freaking out because yeah. that's the first one he's missed and man um maybe since early in my high school career l- late middle school career he go he goes to everything he loves wrestling just as much as me maybe yeah. maybe more <laughs> yeah so did he um did he first inspire you with, with wrestling? Um, actually, no. So um, my older brother, uh, he's eight years older than me, actually. He started wrestling um, in high school. And at first I was like, you know, like anyone, like, well, this is kind of weird. I don't really know about it. And then I started going and watching some practices and stuff. And Why was I, it weird? I think, I think at the age I was at, I was probably – Sat seven. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You're I just c- couldn't grasp. Like, I I did all kinds of sports. I played, you know, football. I played baseball. I did a bunch of stuff. But at first, I was like, this just I don't know if this is for me or not. Um. And finally, I was prompted to like. They were like, well, just you know, go watch a practice, or and then maybe just try for you know twenty minutes, and then sure enough, uh my passion fell in love with it. So yeah. it was pretty easy for me to, what was it that, uh, continuously, uh, brought you back to it? Why, why did it become something that you were passionate about? When I was, when I was little, when I, fir- when I first started, um, you know, I had a buddy that, that brought me with him to practice or whatever. So we got to do it together. So that was fun. Yeah. I had a friend to the do fun it with. Yes. It brought you back. It was great. It yeah. was the drive to practice. I had fr- fun with my friend in practice was just kind of like, you know, I would, I don't want to say play, but it, yeah. it almost was like, <laughs> you know, 
rolling around, learning some new things. And then even after practice, we're going to get a Gatorade or whatever. It's just the experience kind of was so much fun. And then as I got a little bit older, I got a little bit more serious about it, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then wanted to, I just had this like thing in me. Once I started competing, like I wanted to win. And then when I didn't, I was upset. I even had this complex for a long time where I was just, I I would cry all the time. Even (laughs) sometimes, even when I won a tough match, I was just so emotional that I would, I would get so upset, but that's how I knew I cared so much about it. Yeah. But, um, no, it's, it's wrestling's a, a super cool sport. Yeah. Tiptoeing that line of fun and still, still teaching kids wrestling is a tricky, tricky one (laughs) with, with Virginia Lee. I've been coaching over there and we have our youth practices and it's like, all right, should I be mean since they're not listening or, or should I, or is it a good thing that they're not listening? Because if they stay here, if they continue to wrestle, then they're going to eventually get to the point where they're going to start taking it serious. But if they leave before them, because it's not fun, then, then they're not going to really get a lot of those rewards that wrestling teaches you once you start taking it serious. So it's like, how do you, how do you keep them in? Where do you draw the line? Where do you have to be, where do you have to be the tough coach or where, where can you, when can you be, let's have fun. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, be lackadaisical. And I, it is a fine line, I guess, especially as a coach, I'm sure it's tough. And was that for like middle school for you that you started realizing that you liked winning and that you liked, uh, y- yeah, I would, yeah. Um, pretty young. I'd say I was probably 10 years old. Middle school is when I started, I started at like a local c- club and then at like a Sunday league match, um, a couple of the coaches from Predator was like, "Hey, you should come out to yeah. this club, and you know, you're or talking to my dad. Your son's really good. He should come wrestle with us." So I did, and then I was experienced experienced a whole new world of like guys that took it more serious. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh, this is great. Now I, I can be competitive here." And then we started going to more competitive tournaments and stuff. Um, and little by little, it was like we had an expect or I had an expectation for myself to like take this very seriously. Yeah. So was it, the, um, is that where you noticed your jump to, uh, I mean, you went on to win four Virginia state titles. So you were pretty dominant in our area and became, uh, a, a highly touted in-state recruit through that too. So is that going to the club and, and continue to take it serious? That's kind of where you, where you started. To yeah, jump levels. absolutely. Um, especially once, I met Coach Strickland. We developed a a really really great relationship, and he's he's been more than just a wrestling coach. He's been a life coach for me. Um, but yeah, since you know we started middle school, I was you know went to all the cool dual tournaments, went across the country, Tulsa Nationals, and then when it came time for high school, um, I was like, I want to be a four time state champion um, and more. I wanted to do national level stuff, and and, yeah. and I had dreams of. Of being a hokey and and uh so it would you had you had the uh the idea of going to Virginia Tech instilled you when you're when you're like younger in high school too not just when you got to the point where it was realistic for you to start getting recruited yeah I think even before even before I even deeply knew it was realistic I I, I love Virginia Tech obviously since growing up but then um I followed I followed you I followed Joey Dance and Devin Carter sure. when I was younger and yeah. um even. Even uh, actually homeschooled, a repeated eighth grade, I homeschooled um, 
because I, I was never too knew small. you took a yeah. little red shirt. Year I took there. a red shirt, uh, <laughs> a red shirt eighth grade year. Yeah. Um, to get a little bit bigger. Um, now the, the maturity thing makes sense. There you go. Dude. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> now I'm old for my grade and stuff, but um, no, it was super beneficial. Um, and I also knew that like guys like Joey Dance had done it before, and so I thought that was cool too. But um, no, nonetheless, it gave me another year to develop wrestling, develop, mature, obviously, mm-hmm. get bigger. Um, and then I was like, this can set me up for high school and then set me up for college sure. kind of thing. So, yeah, so maybe the, keeping the bigger picture decisions kind of put you in a position yep. where you could start, start doing those things properly. Yeah. That's excellent. Was it, was it your family that were, were Hokie fans? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And my, no, no one ever uh, went to Virginia Tech, but we, uh, liked Virginia Tech football and stuff. And then I had other, um, extended family members that were huge Hokie fans and stuff. So it kind of just, I kind of fell into it. And then they had a great wrestling team. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is it just so happy. Yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Um, so you are a shining example of a young man that has extremely strong faith uh, and is a leader to other guys on the Virginia Tech team in that area. When did you start to develop that? Um, I, I grew up in a, in a faith-based home. So I've been exposed to it pretty much my whole life, I'd say. Um, you know, I went to church a lot when I was younger and even, um, in middle school, I, I did like some, um, some Bible study things with my friends and, and, uh, if I'm being honest, it was mainly because they, my good friends like invited me and they wanted me to do it and I wanted to spend more time with them. Um. Not necessarily because I was super involved in that at first. Um, so I was, I've been exposed to it for a long time, um, and I think I think I really started to develop my own sense of faith and stuff around in high school is when it started to kind of um, my own identity. I guess I formed it around my identity, and then, uh, but I I've always been. Uh, it's funny because my mom and dad always joke because I'm a big rule follower, um, especially compared to my, my, uh, my older brother who was, he got in some trouble and stuff. And I I was always the the good, the good younger son or whatever, but, but nonetheless, um, and I think even at first when I started learning about, um, Jesus and Christianity and stuff, I saw it as a set of rules. Um, and it was easy for me because that's what I, like I said, I was, I always did. I didn't want to disappoint my parents. And I didn't want to, um, you know, get in trouble. And so when I learned, you know, the ways from the Bible, reading the Bible, I, it was easy for me to be like, okay, this is, this is what I need to do. This is the right way to do things, which is great. Um, and so that's kind of how it started for me. Um, but it's transformed. Obviously I've, I've grown up a little bit and I've transformed and, um, and realized it's more than just these rules. You know, it's, it's so much more than that, but it's cool to see how I started, um, learning to what, to what it's been now. I don't think it's, it's not even bad to lose, to, to lose the magic within having the rules too, (laughs) because you need them. Yeah. That was where, that was where I started realizing that I needed that, where I needed Christianity in my life because I was like married and mm-hmm. and was going through the motion so to speak within my life and within what I valued and I was like 
I need to figure these things out. Yeah. It would be nice if I had a rule book and there is one for yes. you. And rules are ultimately going to be freedom too. If yeah. you just if you don't have any guardrails on your life and what your decisions you're making, then it's really easy to get off track and it's really easy to go somewhere where you don't need to. And plus, I mean, the Bible is wisdom written down. Yeah. Uh, over so many years and and it's uh, it's passed down and still relevant in all the areas and i continue to learn more about it too uh just being married and being on the horizon of having a child too it's like okay like now i really need these rule sets so i can yeah. understand what i'm trying to yeah. do with this it's chaos without it honestly it your is. life can become chaos without um a little order and stuff but um it's good now you're you're spot on i mean i think you know, I, especially in the past, I'd say three or so years with, um, the help of, of Reed, Reed Monahan working with our team. It's, he's really, he's been a great mentor to me and, um, learned a lot about my perspective with the Bible and, and Jesus and stuff. And, you know, it's not as transactional as, as I once thought it was. Sure. Um, I don't just follow rules because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I try to do the right thing because um, I'm saved and because it's to, to help glorify God. So kind of changing my perspective a little bit has uh, has made my life better for sure, too. So Yeah. And I always viewed college as a pretty treacherous time uh, to be a young Christian, especially as a man, because there's so much uh, cheap fun to be had. <laughs> And just even from my own experience, like I, I had zero faith when I was going through school. I was raised Catholic and it was, I, I wanted to avoid it at all costs and I even hated it. Um, and so it, it, I had no guardrails throughout that time. For you, you, you remained a Christian that entire time and even re-inspired uh, your belief in it and, and grew stronger in your faith. Uh, how did you do that? Uh I wasn't easy. It was not easy. Uh, there's, there's a lot of temptations I'd say in, in college. Like you said, it's a, it's a crazy place. It's a great place. Um, I, I love it and it's been great, but there's so many opportunities. You're on your own now. I'm, you have so much independence. You can kind of do what you want and, um, that can be great for some people and not great for others. I think, uh, you know, I had a, a good foundation. I was raised great when I was younger and stuff. Um, and then when I got to school, there was opportunities for me to do maybe some things that weren't um, part of my, my moral values. And, um, you know, obviously everyone makes mistakes and, and, and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. I think I just decided, like, it was, it was going to be different for me. And um, not to say I do everything perfect. I, I absolutely don't. I mess up every day. But um, just making conscious decisions every day, every day I wake up, I, I have to, it's a, a decision I make every day to try, try to do the right thing. Um, and it doesn't, doesn't mean I don't have fun, doesn't mean I don't go out and, you know, have some fun with my friends and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's just not falling accustomed to, um, I guess there's a, there's a quote, it's like, don't conform to the patterns of, these world, of this world, but be, let your mind be renewed. Um, and so that's kind of what I try to do. I don't want to conform to what other people want me to do with I'm pressured to do something that I know is not right or, uh, or that other, my other friends are going to do. I'm just going to do it because they're doing it. Um, you know, I want to do it cause I, I believe truly it's, it's, it's right. Yeah. 
that's the the rules coming into play and yep. <laughs> and 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 following rules isn't isn't easy either it's yeah. it's difficult especially like with when you are having all these things around you where it's so easy to just go and conform and do what these people are doing um and maybe it was that redshirt year that middle school redshirt year that that gave you That's, that yeah. little bit more likely maturity um so were you able to implement your your belief in god into um, some strategies when you would wrestle or did it, did it interact with your wrestling career at all? Or even, uh, with interpreting what happened, whether it was you, you, you lose or, uh, something doesn't go your way or, or however. It, it def it definitely has. Um, and sometimes, um, I've thought about it more throughout my career than others or, or whatever. But, um, but ultimately I came to realize that like, God isn't just some magic genie, you know, it wasn't going to be like, Oh God, please let me win this wrestling match. Um, you know, I'll do anything. Please just let me win. And then if I didn't win, it was like, well, what the heck? You know, I prayed for this and, and yeah. I didn't get it. But, um, but it's given me some freedom, especially re recently. Um, I know I've let go of a lot of things and, um, it's helped me wrestle better and I know win or lose that I'm doing this to, to glorify him. He's given me this great talent and ability, um, an opportunity to wrestle here that, um, that I get to go out and do this cool stuff and wrestle hard and win or lose. It's not going to define who I am. Um, my parents are still going to love me. You know, coach Roby isn't going to throw me off the deep end. He's going to, you know, as long as I'm giving good effort and stuff. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's given me some freedom in my wrestling for sure. Yeah. I think that that's, uh, that nugget of information right there is valuable, uh, where, where you just said you, you can kind of detach your success that, that doesn't define who you are. That was, I mean, even for myself, man, I'm 20, 28 years old and still after I experience losses or even when I have a bad practice, it's like, Oh, I'm losing who I am. I'm yeah. losing this or losing that. And that's, somewhere where always being reminded that is, is helpful that, and wrestling is just so personal. Like you, you put every single thing you can into it. It, it challenges your character directly. So when you do face those losses, it does feel personal. It does feel like it's, it's attacking who you are. So it is, it's not just comforting to, to know that there's a bigger picture to it, but it's also um, empowering uh, with the fact that you can go out there and you know, I can go and do all these things and, and I'm going to go and do what I need to do because this is, this is for something bigger. Yeah. That's a, that's a beautiful bit of information you got right there. If I was an incoming freshman and I was a Christian and I was about to go to school, uh, to a big university, maybe like Virginia tech, what kind of advice would you provide for me to, to help me on that journey? Oof. Well, I think I would, uh, I would start by saying just be true to who you are, um, true to what you know, true to what you believe in, um, and don't let any situation or, or, or person try to waver you from what you believe in your heart to be right. Um, especially if, if you're a Christian, um, and enjoy it right if you're if you're coming to a big university whether you're an athlete or not 
Um, you're going to have a lot of opportunities for fun sometimes where it's going to be really, really hard and embrace all of it. Embrace the hard times too, because they will be there and they're going to suck. But I promise it's not the end of the world and you're going to get through it and you'll probably be better because of it. Um, you'll be, you'll be relieved to, to be like, wow, I thought this was going to be the end for me almost. And then and you come out at the other side and you're like, man, now I've learned so much. And that's where I feel like, you know, as I finish up college and wrestling, like I know I'm confident and, and my, and my the next part of my life, whatever it holds, like I'm going to be prepared. You know, I feel yeah. like I'm going to be ahead of the game almost just cause I've, I've been through so much good and bad. So that's yeah. what I would, that's what I'd say to a freshman. That's excellent. And I'm I'm confident in your your future ahead of you too. <laughs> that, that doesn't thanks, mean I say, I wouldn't say thanks, it to just Ty. everybody, especially on our team. I was team. say, do you say this to everyone or uh, what? No, no, not not gonna happen. Um, so you live with Hunter Bolin. I do. Who are your other roommates? I live with Hunter Bolin, and then we have um, a third roommate, um, who is a 19 year old freshman. Um, he is a, he transferred here this past year. He's a sister of a, or he's a brother of a friend that I know who's on the volleyball team. Um, and we just needed a, we needed someone else to, to split some rent with, and from a friend of a friend, um, yeah. he fell into us. How has that dynamic worked out with those two? It has been very interesting, <laughs> very interesting. Um, Hunter and I have known each other for quite a bit. We wrestle on the on the high, middle school, high school circuit together. Um, yeah, but you know him and I are both twenty four year old you know, fifth and sixth year seniors living with uh, a 19 year old freshman. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's very, very interesting. Uh, and he has a completely different schedule than Hunter and I, sure. yeah. uh, you know, we're, you know, Hunter and I are usually getting up for practice in the morning and then we have another practice in the afternoon. We're traveling on the weekend sometimes. And this, um, Christian is his name. He, uh, <laughs> you don't have to throw him under the bus. He, uh, no, he's, he's, uh, he, he's great. He's been great, but he, he stays up late. Um, and then probably wakes up when we're going to our second practice. Yeah. Um, so it's super interesting. He's not a rule follower, dude. He, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a great kid. And I don't, yeah. I know he's, he's, it's different cause he's, he's, this is his first year here and stuff. And yeah. so, um, I've introduced him to some of the guys around, um, in, in our team or whatever. And he's been friendly. He plays poker with us and stuff too, but it's, uh, it's quite interesting, especially since I've been here, I've had almost different roommates every single year, but, um, no, it's good. It's fun. Absolutely. Do you still have a kombucha company going on? I, uh, it's not, it's pretty much non-existent at this time. Doesn't mean I couldn't bring it back to start again because it was really fun. I haven't been, (laughs) I haven't been in the lab in quite a bit. Um, I'd say when COVID really hit is when I started doing it a lot more but yeah it's more time it was fun i have all the stuff back in my little um one of the back rooms of my apartment or whatever i just haven't brewed any up in a while but yeah all the teammates loved it i loved it oh, it's good <laughs> the gut microbiome of virginia Ooh, tech has been on a, yeah. on a steady decline yeah. though since you, right since you stopped the stuff you get from food line just quite isn't the same as cool no, kombucha it's, it's not gonna hit like a <laughs> like a one, one brewed from your teammate right um well, that's that's about it. That's all I had for you. Colin, thank you so much, man. Just in that short period of time, you provided an excellent bit of wisdom uh not just uh not just navigating 
uh, college and, and, and perspectives that you should have, but, but as well as, uh, growing up in wrestling and the way that, that, that you, that you did it worked out pretty darn well for you too. Um, so I'm excited for you in these next couple months that you got left as a, as a college student. And, um, I'm even more excited for, for what you'll go and accomplish thereafter. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. It's been, it's been good to share some of my life a little bit. Absolutely, man. It was great hearing it. And, uh, Maybe we'll have you back on once you once you get established there oh, in the yeah. real world. I'll be around. A, as an alumni special. I would love to come back. That sounds good, <laughs> man. All right. Well, thank you, Colin. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to episode number three of the Ty Walls Podcast. And thank you for listening to any episodes that you've listened to thus far. Um, if you're hearing my voice right now, then that means you finished this entire thing. Um, and I would appreciate uh, any of your feedback. If you have anything to say about time duration or the conversation or things that you believe that would make the podcast better or give you more insight into whoever it is I'm speaking to. Um, I'm thankful that there has been as many people as there have that have listened. And I'm excited about the fact that there are a heck of a lot of interesting characters on the Virginia Tech team. And I'm thankful I get to share them with you all. Uh, So please uh, continue to tune in and I'll continue to strive to make it better. Thank you.